Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the week gone by, for all the good things we have experienced, for the lessons we have learned, for the challenges we have faced. We thank you that you stood with us in every one of them. We thank you, Father, for the wisdom you have poured out into our lives that has helped us navigate our way, that has helped us make right decisions. We thank you, Father, for the angels you have given charge over us who have kept us protected. We thank you for the love that you have poured on us, your everlasting, your jealous love for us that is ever so patient, ever so willing to forgive, ever so willing to pull us out of the pit every time we have fallen. We thank you, Father, for the grace that you put on our lives for the sake of Jesus. And we acknowledge his name. You are ever willing to give us grace to rise up once again. We thank you, Father, for the start of this new week, this day. And for everything that this week holds, Father, we surrender it to you and we acknowledge your presence in every little thing that we shall go through this day and through the entire week. We thank you, Father, that you go with us, you go before us to flatten the path, to cut down every mountain that stands in the way to break down every bronze gate and cut every iron bar and sunder. We thank you, Father, that you have called us here to be with you this morning. And you pour peace and joy into our lives. That peace and joy that will help us stay calm through all of these challenges. To keep our eyes focused on Jesus. And not on the storm. And this peace and this joy, Father, we want to share with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, everyone that could not make it this morning, with everyone that is part of this praying family, all those that will pray with the recording. We thank you, Father, and we, we share your peace with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, with all those that do not know you, and with all those that do not want to know you. at every mountain that stands in their way, every veil that keeps them from seeing you be torn apart, that your glory shine through and be revealed, that their eyes be open to see you, their hearts be open to receive you, their steps be turned towards you. We thank you, Father, for your love. That you came to call everyone That you have no favorites. And it is our prayer this morning that each one of these, our brothers and our sisters, be saved. And so as we pray this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of our God, our creator, our maker, who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. The one who is the lifter of men, who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. 
the one who makes every parched land a pool of water. The God of overflow, the God of miracles, the one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. The God of Abraham who honors faith. The one who is a consuming fire, the father of light. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who is ever faithful. The lion of Judah, the precious lamb of God. Came down from his throne to be slain for our sake. The one who taught us to have that faith that the Father will always honor. That everything in your kingdom works only through faith. And it is only through faith that we can please God the Father. Without faith, we can't. The one who is the word himself. That word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us through whom we have salvation. And now he has blessed us with every utterance and authority of that word. So that we are able to speak under that authority. The authority where he gave us the power to crush snakes and scorpions. To cast out demons. And to heal the sick. And he gave us the ability to share the gospel. The gift of revelation. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth, the resurrection himself. The one who raised Jesus from the dead is now living in our mortal bodies, giving us life. The one who quickens us in our spirit. The one who changes times and seasons and reveals the deep secret things of the father. He is the breath of the Father himself, the spirit of the living God. Father, we thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of your presence with us, for the gift of your word, your will, that written will, of which it is said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass. We thank you, Father. For the gift of prayer that we are able to speak and communicate with you at will any time. When we connect with you in the spirit, our prayer is made known to you. We thank you that you have given us that gift and revealed to us the mystery of being able to pray in the spirit and connect with you through our spirits. To speak to you, to tell you of all our cares and concerns, to receive from you. To receive revelation, to receive wisdom, to receive your message to receive understanding. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with work colleagues, with angels, with destiny helpers, with everyone that you have planted in our life to see this life become a success and not fail. We thank you for the gift of salvation whereby we have been granted everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, that you're always willing to forgive, 
if we have a change of heart and only if we are willing to turn around to you. That is a decision we each must make. We thank you, Father, that you speak to us, that you never stop speaking, that you never give up your hope on us, that you're always there for us. And as we pray this morning, we look back on our reflection of yesterday where we looked at the importance of taking God seriously and studying the word. Why being important, why being born again is not enough. It is important for us to study that word and to act on it. Today we shall reflect on our own spoken words. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat of its fruit. And so our words have the power to make or to break. But do we think twice before we speak? especially when it is people that are close to us, the ones who care about us, our words pierce them like arrows the most. Sometimes it is better to keep shut as loose talk or talking too much or saying the wrong thing at the wrong time can lead us into trouble. Let us take a look at what the Bible says about these situations. Here are 20 verses of wisdom from the book of Proverbs and other books. Teaching us when we should keep shut. And the first one is in the situation of the heat of anger. When we are in the heat of anger. And we see this in Proverbs 14 verse 17. And I won't go into the details of each of these verses, just for the lack of time. The second one is, it is better to keep shut when it is time to listen. We see that in Proverbs 13 verse 1. The third one is, if your words will damage a friendship or a relationship. We see this in Proverbs 16 verse 28. Fourth one is when you are supposed to be working instead. We see that in Proverbs 14 verse 23. Number five, if your words will be a poor reflection of the Lord or your family or your friends. Number six, when you do not have all the facts. We see that mentioned in Proverbs 18, verse 13. Number seven, when you have not verified the story, it is better to keep shut. We see that in Deuteronomy 17, verse six. Number eight, if your words will offend a weaker brother. We see that in 1 Corinthians 8, verse 11. Number nine, when you are tempted to make light of holy things. 
We see that in Ecclesiastes 5 verse 2. Number 10, when the issue is none of your business, it is better to keep shut. We see that in Proverbs 14 verse 10. Number 11, when you are tempted to joke about sin. We see that in Proverbs 14 verse 9. Number 12, if you would be ashamed of your own words later, it is better not to say them now. We see that in Proverbs 8 verse 8. Number 13, if your words would convey the wrong impression, it is better to keep shut to rethink what we want to say. And only when we are sure and clear of what we want to say, then do we say it. We see that in Proverbs 17 verse 27. Number 14, if you already have said it more than once, keep on repeating and nagging about the same thing. We see that in Proverbs 19, verse 13. It is better to keep quiet when you are tempted to tell an outright lie. That's number 15. We see that in Proverbs 4, verse 24. Number 16, if your words will damage someone else's reputation, it is better not to say those words. Proverbs 16, verse 27 is where we find that. The next one, number 17, is when you feel like criticizing or you feel like judging someone. You see this in James 3, verse 9. Number 18, when you are tempted to flatter a wicked person, knowing they are wicked, it is better for us to keep quiet. See that in Proverbs 24, verse 24. Number 19, if you can't say it without screaming, this is linked to the first one where we said, do not speak in the heat of anger. We see this in Proverbs 25, verse 28. And number 20. If you may have to regret and eat your own words later, it is better not to speak those words. If you do not know when to speak and when to keep shut, you could end up in trouble. Especially when you are angry, irritated, upset, sad, or simply want to prove a point. Remember as Proverbs 21 verse 23 says, Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from trouble. Do not let your mouth destroy or ruin your destiny. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for that grace this day for each one of us that are making this prayer. That grace and discernment to know when to speak and to know when to remain silent. To know how far to speak and the tone that we should be using. That our focus should not be about proving our ego but about protecting the relationship. 
our focus should not be about making a point. It is about understanding the other person as well. We receive grace this day, Father, to be able to meditate on each of these points and then to exercise that discernment in various situations so that when we speak with anyone, we take a step back and to think before we speak, keeping shut when we need to keep shut. Speaking only the things that will edify and bless others. We ask for that grace, that growth in our spirit in the name of Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we pray also for our physical and our temporal needs. All the requests that have been placed on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of spirit of infirmity of sickness and disease and affliction. We come against them in the name of Jesus. And we declare healing by his stripes and his wounds. We curse and we rebuke every such spirit of infirmity and under the authority Jesus has given us, we cast them out of these bodies, their soul, their lives, right now in the name that is above all names. We lose your precious blood, Lord, through which there is healing, through which there is restoration and a rebuilding of that life. And we believe that they are completely healed and we do not doubt it, Father. We pray also for all families that are undergoing all kinds of challenges. Because every such force of separation, of infidelity, misunderstanding, abuse and violence. We come, we curse them, we bind them, we cast them out of these homes. We invite you once again to take your place, Father, as the head of this tent. For when the Most High, the God of love, enters in, the environment, the season changes to one of peace, one of joy, one of love. We ask, Father, that your joy be in every member of these homes that we pray for every home of the Brisbane Prayer Group as well. That their joy be made full. That your peace reign in their hearts and in their homes, in their relationships, and is reflected in each of the words that we all speak. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and limitations over their lives. Especially poverty, joblessness, mental disease, all kinds of addictions, compulsions. Every such chain that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground in bondage, Father. We declare every such chain broken. We ask for your anointing, Father, that destroys the yoke that the burden is taken off their shoulders, that your provision is made available to each one. That all those that are battling challenges in their finances are able to see that breakthrough come into their lives 
that all those that are battling joblessness, we command their angels and their destiny help us to go forth and connect them with those opportunities that are part of your provision for them. We speak a creation of new opportunities when none such exist through the power of prophecy, Father, that they might be made available to these your inheritance. Your children might not be given to reproach, but might walk in the abundance that is your plan for each of us. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. We pray in a special way for all those that are contemplating suicide or abortion this day. For all those that have given up, that have lost any hope. Father, we ask you to touch their lives in a special way. We pour out our faith that can repair every breach in the wall that has caused them to lose that hope. Knowing that when you are at that wall repairing that breach, Father, it is your love that touches these lives. There is a change of heart. There is a turnaround in their steps. There is a new beginning. There is a new life that is given to them. We thank you, Father, for all those lives that are saved this day. We now connect with you in our spirit. We pray in the gift you have given us, the gift of tongues, knowing that you yourself, the creator, the maker, the miracle worker, prays with us. Holy Spirit himself, he makes intercession on our behalf. He's our prayer partner. We make this our prayer of agreement with him. We thank you, Father, that you always hear us. You have heard us this time as well. Every prayer that we have raised from our altar is an answered prayer. This is our expectation. And we tap into that energy that is released from your kingdom, from Zion. For each of these prayer requests that have been raised from our altar. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make this prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakia Papapia Sandahaya Sanda Hayakia Sarakia Shanda Papapayata Dakia Sarakia Sanda Halaladia Sarakia Shanda Papapapia Sarakia Sanda Halalahayakia Sadadia Sanda Sarakia Sadadia 
The vision and the image that the Lord showed me this morning was this tall tree that had been there for years was being cut down. And he said, this is like negative words when we say to somebody, it's cut down and it can't be put back. And then he showed me green shoots of new grass. And he said, these are positive words. These are like positive words that when those, that grass is lovely and green, it's beautiful to walk on. So he said, this is the effect of positive words when we say to somebody else. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 4, 26 to 32. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. 
let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labour, doing honest work with his hands, so that he may be able to give to those in need. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for edifying, as fits the occasion, that it may impart grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and slander be put away from you. With all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two reflections that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, where it is written, But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the second one is from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14, where it is written, Let all that you do be done in love. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that in every situation you speak to us, instructing us on the words, instructing us about our actions for that situation. Open our ears, our hearts, every sense of reception in the spirit to receive that direction from you, that by watching our words and watching our actions, we are able to do that is befitting to that situation in accordance with your teachings for us. We are able to operate in love and in doing so, not give Satan an opportunity to take over that situation and bring about a destruction of ourselves and that of others. We thank you, Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor, let that overtake, that overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out carrying the gospel and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. God bless everyone. Thank you.